Welcome to the Time Blaster Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod, and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show. is scheduled for your entertainment with a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first, today's topic. After eight-plus years of development, several controversies and a decade's worth of releases, coming to you with over 700 games by way of Japan, all 16 bits of button mashing mayhem, presenting to you the Sega Genesis. And now for your hosts... They're weighing in tonight with the stress of fatherhood and the fanfare of figures with actions. They come to you as the reigning, defending, toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Sega! (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Great intro, Dave. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um... Yeah, and I'm stoked for Sega, guys. I mean, we're almost as stoked as some of our readers, our listeners. Readers, listeners, I'm I'm all over the place this morning already. Well, maybe they transcribe the podcast, and then they can read it. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, it could happen. Available I, I, in all languages. Yeah, I know, man. Sega, thinking back to childhood, I'm like, man, there are so many Sega nights spent playing Sega Genesis of my adolescence. So, yeah, so I'm ready many. to talk about it. But before we do, we got a review, right, Joe? We have another five-star. Yeah, this star. is a lengthy one, eh? So, this... guys, sit, sit, sit back, relax, <laughs> yeah. kick your feet up. You might want to use the bathroom real quick before this one. So this one comes from Court327, and it is titled, Absolutely Loving This Cast. The fusion of personal stories, or lack thereof, because not every line is everyone's thing, as well as the history and unknown facts, make for a great listen. Clearly comfortable on the mic, this show is concise and to the point. Episodes based on toys I don't even particularly care about are worth the listen simply for the entertainment value. Runtime spanning from 30 minutes to almost an hour make them great for quick car trips or marathon binges. Each host brings something to the table and the quality of the mic and voice work are top notch. Definitely check this out if you are a casual collector or a hardcore toy aficionado or just need to burn 30 minutes listening to three dudes reminiscing about trade centers defunct discount toy stores wrestling memories ninja turtles the fun factor is there the knowledge is there the production value is there nice work wow Woo, if cor- this podcast ever makes it onto like a dvd format we're gonna throw that Dude, thing on the, back the whole too. quote <laughs> That was a. I, it wasn't too long. I was hoping there was more. I mean, I was <laughs> pump my ego and pump those tires out. Compliments. We really appreciate that one. Yeah, for uh, real. Awesome. So yeah, court. Uh, we say it every episode, but you guys, uh, you leave a review. We're definitely gonna send something your way. So reach out to us on 
what do we want to Instagram, Facebook, and let us yes. know, and we'll send something something out your way. Yep, absolutely, much appreciated. And uh, Court three two seven, if you've got any Sega Genesis stories like we're about to get into here, we'd love to hear them. <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah, we were uh, last night. We were just kind of like touching base, talking about you know what we wanted to go over when we were talking about Sega Genesis and. Dave dropped us with some knowledge saying he got a Sega Genesis in 1989. Crazy. Crazy. That's... I don't think I even knew Sega Genesis no. existed in 1989. No. So I can I can give you the uh, – I guess we could all go into the story. Do we all have, you have a Sega Joe? I did, yep. Yes, Keith, you had oh, one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, all right, I got so mine all... in 92, though, like everybody else. So if we all remember our, how we got our Segas, we'll just go into the stories. I'll kick mine off first. So Christmas, 1989. My older brother's 10. I'm uh, 7 or 6. I'm actually 6. I can't do math these days. Um, and uh, all we wanted was a Nintendo for Christmas. Oh. We wanted a Nintendo, which I think I alluded to in the Nintendo episode. And we're, we're in bed um, you know, waiting for old Santa Claus to come. And downstairs, I hear my parents just – we hear we, our parents wake us up like with their laughter, and they are like just – they have no idea what they're doing, and I can hear them laughing. And I'm like, my older brother is like, what, what's going on down there? So the way my parents' house was set up is, uh, I think it's a bungalow. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we're upstairs in the bedrooms. There's like two bedrooms upstairs. You got like a landing, then a stairway, then a landing, and then like the stairs to take you down to like the uh, the main floor. The main floor are in that setup. Like the the TV and our living room was actually like, a, like what is now a dining room, like attached to the kitchen. But at that time, the TV was set up there, a little old box, nineteen eighty nine style TV. And we crept down the stairs just enough to where we could peek through the railing and kind of see the TV because <laughs> we could tell that our parents, like we could hear something, and. We're like, oh, my God, it's a video game. We got a Nintendo for Christmas. We're so excited. We could see, like, video game on the TV. Right. And I'm like, it's baseball games. Super, super stoked. So we creep back up. We go to bed, and we're just like, we got a, we got a Nintendo. We're, like, fist pumping. <laughs> and then we come down the stairs, and um, we're like, what the heck is this? This is not a Nintendo. <laughs> what is this thing? Sega Genesis? What is it? Oh, and... Um, it was like, well, okay, we got two games. Altered Beast came with the system, yep. and we had Tommy Lasorda Baseball. Yeah. And those were the only two games we had for a couple months and played the hell out of Tommy Lasorda Baseball. And that's what my parents were playing. And my parents had no idea. They, they thought they were playing for like 10 minutes is why they busted out laughing because it was just like the demo. <laughs> like, you know how you like put a game on, starts yeah. on, and then it just automatically, if you don't hit start right away, it just goes into like... Yeah. So they thought they were playing, and it was like, you know, the San Francisco was killing the L.A. team. And, um, and my mom and dad thought they were playing for like 10 minutes before they realized, like, it was just they weren't doing anything. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was awesome. That's um, great. So they went to the trouble of hooking it up, had it all ready for you little, little lads. Santa Claus at, at the Harbison household. Santa Claus came in. He, he greeted my parents. He made sure that uh, they got the toys, and then my parents were kind enough to shake Santa's hand, send him on his merry way, make sure Did he ate his cookies. Demo, made yeah. sure it and they made good. sure everything worked. They made sure everything was fixed, you know, set up for us. When we came down to the presentation Christmas morning, we were spoiled as hell and got, could get wow. right into our toys. No opening wow. presents at, the, at that household. That's crazy, man. Sega Genesis in 89. I, mean, I wonder how many games were even available for Sega Genesis even imagine. at that point. I don't know. Um, I don't know exactly what the next game was. I mean, we had Pat Riley basketball early on. 
but the one that I remember, like the next game getting, uh, was actually my dad got my mom for Mother's Day Rambo three, Mother's Day in nineteen ninety. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day and Montgomery Ward. So, wow. uh, there probably and, was a lot because I remember, you know, reading a fact that for every one Super Nintendo game, there was two Genesis games. Really? Well, yeah. what year did Super Nintendo come out? Genesis had to have the jump on that. Yeah, I want to yeah, say it was ninety one. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we, we could fact check it real so quick. So you had the classic style Genesis. Yeah. You know, everybody knows there's there's two. There's like the model. Three, three, three buttons models. on the controller. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the first model's like that long rectangular Sega Genesis. That's the one I had. Um, yeah. Joe, do you have that same I model? I did. Now, did you have the one that said blasting power on no, the front? Because that's, no. that's the one I had. It was okay. just kind of a made-up term that Sega created. to Just a buzzword to yeah, catch the attention Yeah, to catch kids. some hype or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's 89 for you. Um, I know for a fact I got my Sega Genesis in 1992 because I was trying to remember. You know, we lived in southwest Detroit. Summer 92, we moved to Southgate where I lived until I was a young man. And um, no memories of having Sega, you know, at the old house. And I I was trying to think, like, man, when did we get it? And I think, honestly, it was kind of like a moving gift type of thing when you're 10 and you move away from your childhood home and, the street we used to live on, our grandma lived across the street from us. Our cousins lived down the street. So we end up moving away from all them, and you're kind of, like, lonely in the new right. city. You don't got friends yet. Here's a Sega. Here's a Sega <laughs> Genesis. Here's yep. how you're going to pass the time for a few months. And, uh, yeah, dude, I know my Sega obviously came with Sonic, right? Like, I think yeah. once Sonic came out in 91, that's probably when they started, you know, Altered Beast. I ended up having Alter Beast, but I had to buy right. it. But yeah, came with Sonic One, and poof, man, that was that was it for me. I was all about Sonic at that point. Right, because when Sega first came out, it, the packing game was Alter Beast, yeah. and they were kind of struggling to compete with with Nintendo to yeah. get more systems in people's homes. So Sega ultimately cut the price of the console, switched out the packing game from Alter Beast to Sonic the Hedgehog, and that's when history was made. Yeah, dude, what a like game changing decision dude, that yeah. would have been. Well, yeah, because Sonic basically was like their version of Mario. Like yeah. Sonic, yep. it was their mascot. Well, yeah, like perfect word yep. there. The math. He's the face of Sega. Yep. And, yeah, and Sonic, like everything about Sonic, really showed off what the Genesis could do, right? Yes. Like obviously, everyone knows Sonic as a character. Is like you know, he's, he's all about speed and being fast. But the Sonic game, you know, to me, when I was, I'm like, this is insane dude you could like whip through a level if you did everything just right seconds yeah yeah dude five five six seconds you clear a level with sonic he was so fast if you were jumping at the right point and yeah yeah kids were not ready for that speed and they knew what they had because it was i I mean once sonic one came out it was like every year yep right almost like the next sonic 2 sonic 3 sonic and knuckles and i you know there's a three four year span where i was playing a whole lot of sonic for sure yeah, I, I didn't have I, the first Sonic game I had was Sonic Two. Um, I only played the first Sonic game over friends' houses, um, because I, I, mean, I had I've always been a sports fan, so I was always into the sports games, and then I had a few others. Um, but uh, but yeah, like it was revolutionary, and I feel like Sonic was there, knowing the Super Nintendo's coming out, which you did confirm was ninety one. They had to have known the development competition knowing the super nintendo was coming there's gonna be a new amped up mario game so they needed to come in with their ver- their counter to it and yeah. i don't know for sure if that i mean this is just a quick theory i came up with but it makes complete sense well, that sonic does, yeah. would be there 
Yeah, for sure. Their competition to the Super Nintendo. They knew it. that Altered Beast wasn't working anymore. Tremendous. So they had to make a change. But, but Altered Beast, like, first game you get with the system, that game was badass. I yeah, love it. Altered Beast was cool. It was so cool. Like, you, you know, you, you morphed into these different creatures. Every level had these different, like, monsters you had to slay at the end. Mm-hmm. The bosses were all cool, unique. Turning these wolf guys, the little dash, yeah. dash attack. Um, and you had like the Billy Goat boxer dudes that you always were. They were always tough. <laughs> right, right. But like I loved Altered Beast. And when you think about a Nintendo game and try to compare, like Altered Beast just blows them all out of the water with just the visual quick yeah. grasp at when that I, time. When you think of Altered Beast, though, like visually, and you just look back on it, it's like so eighties, right? Yes. Like, you know yes, what I mean? It's, and it's kind of dated too. It's not. You know, I can't picture like a five or six year old kid in the early nineties. Being all in on altered, you know, you show them altered beast, <clears throat> you show them Sonic the Hedgehog. Where oh, are they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Altered beast has got that Motu look. You know, you could drop He Man and Skeletor right in there. They'd Dude, right that'd have been awesome. Yeah. And you know, like so, to me, it's like that's like leaving the '80s behind, and then here comes Sonic, and we're gonna like usher in a whole right. new. Here comes the '90s. And, yeah. Like, yep. It's like modern. You know, you could argue like, <clears throat> sorry. Even more modern than Mario, right? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, and some of, some of those early games, I almost feel like the Genesis's target demographic was teens, where Nintendo was still geared towards like yeah, you know I can see that. youths, because you had Alter Beast, you had Golden Axe, who we talked about a little bit during the He-Man yeah. episode, where Gold, the dude, main dude in Golden Axe, whose name escapes me right now, but he looked just like He-Man, like right. he had the big mm-hmm. sword and jacked up blonde guy with a loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel like those early games, until Sonic came along, like they were targeting like teens. Seemed to me Sega's like marketing campaign with the games they were releasing. Yeah, when I think back to Sega games, I picture like the box art, right? Oh yeah. So it's like what what year did they come out where they started making like the red band along the side? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of the, of the case, it had, to, yeah. had to be ninety two, ninety three. You know, pretty much all the games at that point all kind of had that going on for it. So to me, it's like once that kicks in, that's like the whole back end of the catalog. And then yeah. if it's a cart where that's not there, and it's just that like black and gray grid, the checkerboard the style. Checkerboard, like, yeah. So that's like the old school. You know, that's like that's Michael like Jackson, drop. Moonwalker, Dude, yeah. or the Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. Or, right. You know, like the old school games. So, yeah, we've dropped a few names. Like, that was one thing because of licensing that Sega did as well to c- combat was, you know, you just, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I mentioned Tommy Lasorda baseball. You had Pat Riley. I think David Robinson had basketball. Oh, I'm he mistaken. did. Yep. Like, they used celebrity names as the drawing point because they didn't have the league rights until, right. like, 92, I believe, is yeah. when they started. Um, I know, like, f- speaking for hockey, like, the first game was just NHL hockey. Uh, they had Mario Lemieux hockey, and then after that, it was just NHL hockey. Then they had NHL 93, which was actually, there was no teams in that. It was the Players Association. It was NHLPA 93, actually. Um, this is all EA Sports. And it was all EA Sports, cards, yeah. Right? Electronic yeah. Arts, which Madden was their game, their right. first, like, That's 92? Launch. The first Madden, I think, was 90. Okay. I believe the first Madden was 90. Okay. And again, it was, there was no, it was just... So, like, there was no Detroit Lions. It was just Detroit. And yeah. then they were, like, blue and white and not, like, blue and gold. They almost had, like, a Tecmo Bowl feel yeah. uh, from Nintendo. But Tecmo Bowl had – they had the licensings, right? Nintendo did with Tecmo Bowl because they had the Chicago Bears with, like, the players in it. Where Nintendo uh, Genesis didn't get that till till 90 with 92. Yeah. Um, they had games, games out before that, but they didn't have the teams and stuff in it. But Hockey in 92, Madden 92 was the first one with the actual teams. Then they – Brandon, the whole Players Association 
contract deal, and then by '94, all of EA. I mean, as as EA is now, I mean, Madden is still like the top selling yep. video game every yeah. year, and it just it just boomed from '94 on. I mean, Super Nintendo and Genesis were the two consoles where that happened. Yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, obviously, you look back and you think. I was looking back and thinking, okay, what games did I play most often on my Genesis? And I could rattle off 10 of them, and I probably will at some point. But a lot of them were sports games, EA sports games yeah. to be specific, man. Once those came out and you could play, like, NHL 93, like, dude, game changer, just so fun. Oh, yeah. And then do you guys remember, I don't remember exactly when this happened, but at some point it had to be between 93, 94 where EA developed the ability to do the four-player adapter oh, yes. in your Genesis, yep. right? So prior to that, the Genesis just has the two ports for, you know, two people playing. But EA themselves developed this little four-player port that plugs into the front of your Genesis, plugs into both of them, turns it into four players. Four. So now you can play NHL or Madden with four people. So you got to beg your mom, you know, please, mom, I need two more controllers. <laughs> right, right. My buddies are coming over. Yep. You make sure you get the six button. Oh, you your have best to friend six gets the other button. six button. The other two kids right. gets the old three button controller. I loved me a three button controller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was it? The the six button was it X was A and B, Y was B and C, and then dude, Z was A and C. I think that's correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, once the six button came out, I never touched a three button. No, again. I didn't either. Nope. It was those fighting games. It was like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. It was when you had a three button, you you're like, oh god, I gotta hit A oh, and B dude, to do like high Man, you poor soul having uh, to play Mortal Kombat with, with three a three button, button controller. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I could Love not it. imagine. Did you put the blood code in? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. You had Which... to play it with the blood code. <laughs> yeah. Was a, oh, my God. I would cut blood code. Was that right, right, down, down, left, right, A, B, start? Select, start. Select, start. Yeah. yeah. Was it select? No, Sega didn't have a select. They didn't have a select. Well, maybe it was just start. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking Nintendo. I, I never put in any codes. Just no. too much to For the blood code. No, that blood code is what caused them to get the video game people yeah. like to come in and put, what do you call those? The rating, the, the rating system. Yeah. 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 On MA because like Mortal Kombat and Genesis being like the 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 leader of that like more so than Super Nintendo. I don't think you could do the blood code for Mortal Kombat no. One. Well, the that Super was Nintendo. the thing you were saying. You know, Sega appealing to teens and you know an older audiences. Sega had a little more leeway where they yeah. you know they'd throw a code in there or you know all Mortal Kombat two or three a little more bloody, a little more gritty. Whereas if you were playing it on Super Nintendo, no, no it, blood, dude, it was just not there at all, right. and there were no codes to put it in. No, you know, it was Nintendo like a couldn't go down that road. The game, yeah, yeah, yeah it was that you said a lot of the rating So there's the controversies of uh, of the Genesis there, which I uh, it's like a little rebel system, and yeah. love <laughs> that it was my uh, my first system, and God, the one that I played the most by far. Well, how about you, Joe? Do you kind of remember when or oh, where, yeah. where so, you were when you got your Sega I Genesis? I can tell you, the first time I saw a Sega Genesis, so I was being babysat by my sister one night. Mm -hmm. And so she takes me over to her friend's house because her friend had a little brother. And we played together a handful of times before. So we get over there, and, you know, I'm bringing my toys and stuff, and her friend is sitting on the floor Mm -hmm. playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, my. So I just sit down, and I'm staring at this TV in awe uh -huh. watching this game. And I still remember that vividly. And that was the first time that I saw Sega. And probably maybe six, seven, eight months of begging my mom, I finally got a Genesis. So how old were you? You remember what year? Probably oh, this, around the same time as it, me. It had probably. to be 91, 92. Yeah, Sonic Somewhere 1, in between saw? there. Yeah, Sonic 1. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just Sonic 1, visually, when you're a kid, you know, 
grew up Dude, on Nintendo yeah, and Mario, and then you see this. You go from Mario seems like he's in slow motion after you play Sonic. Right, yeah. I mean, they're it's, using every bit of that 16-bit technology. blast processing. Yeah. And they tried hard with, uh, like, Sega did to have like a follow-up, like a second main character. Because like, you had, like, Echo the Dolphin was a game they pushed hard oh, for yep. years. Yeah. Uh, Earthworm Jim, which I see sitting out here on the counter, was another game that I remember Sega pushing real hard, yeah. trying to get Earthworm Jim over. Um was Toe Jam and Earl? Yeah, yeah I was going to say Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. Well, the, that first Toe Jam and Earl was old school for sure. That yeah. was, I think that was probably came out before Sonic. But the one I remember playing the most, me and my sisters played this game so much. It was Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, what's a Funkatron? Something Funkatron? Funkatron? Yeah, Enter I think you're right. Funkatron or something like that. Oh my God, we played that game so much. Just super, super fun. What about Booger Man? You played Booger Man? <laughs> Never played <laughs> Booger Man. No, I remember. So many game. like Cool Spot. Remember that? Uh, the cool seven, spot. The seven Dude, up. Yes. Scott got a video game. That game was cool though. Tasmania with the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. What about the um, the old McDonald games were cool too, like McDonald Land. I never. It was played like us. It. it was kind of like Mario side scroller platform Were you game. I believe so. Yeah. Oh wow! No, never played. Yeah, it. there was a handful of those. I remember seeing those at the the videos. Nothing beat going to the video store. Oh my gosh! And yeah. parents are picking out whatever movies you're gonna watch for the weekend, and I'm just in the video game section. Yep. Like, oh god, what Sega game do I get to rent for the next three days? <laughs> and you just grub, swiping your grubby little paws next to each other, and just sliding back and forth, going, "Ooh, I'm gonna go with this." Which uh. You know, call back to like my, my love of Duck Hunt back to the Nintendo episode was I remember running a game called Lethal Enforcers, which was an arcade game, and they had that for Genesis, and then they got handed me two guns at the counter. Oh, and oh boy. So you got to rent the game and the guns, and That's awesome. that was life-changing. I remember that game. That came a little later, right? It was like 93, 94, yeah. yeah okay. But man, then Area 51 after that, that was yeah, both that arcade one. games that came to yeah. Sonic. They, I could run them with the guns and I ended up getting Area 51 for Christmas because we rented that game. Once you rented a game like two or three times your parents picked up like, you already rented that one. Like, I'm just going to buy it for him because this <laughs> dumbass little kid is just going to keep running it. Right, then you're going to end up paying for it anyway. <laughs> right. That was the best was renting games. Dude, I remember renting um, Streets of Rage Ooh, over and over great. again. The first yeah, one? Yeah, the first one. Which Streets Ooh. of Rage has the kangaroo with the boxing gloves? Is it like the second one? Or I the could third? probably look it up and tell you. I remember him? I think it's two. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it is two. Yeah, yeah. the old classic beat-em-up game. Yeah, the platforming beat-em-up. Which we were talking last night, Joe. Remember, and you told me you know, one of your favorites is oh, Hyperstone Heist, dude, right? Dude, that might be my favorite oh, wow. Genesis so game. I go yeah. back, and I'm looking at the gameplay this morning. Yeah. It's just the arcade it's game, It's the same right? arcade. Okay. Yes, it's, it's a direct port, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's like a better version yeah, because the, the Turtles graphics for and... NES Turtles 2 is the arcade game as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, yeah. It's so only 8-bit. It looks way right. better, yeah. yeah. And was that all, like, I mean, I could be way wrong here, but that all because of Double Dragon success? Is that where all those side-scroller, two-person beat-em-up games came from? I mean, it make I don't know, you know, know, and I'm yeah. just riffing here, but it makes, in a classic arcade sense, it makes total sense to, like, have this game where these kids, the, it's not too hard to beat, you know, like, no. you can beat these games, no, you but can you're going to die a lot, and you're going to have yep. to keep feeding it with quarters. Yep. And or nickels. Or nickels. Or nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Nickel World. <laughs> but yeah, you know, they got the classic beat 'em up game. You got the classic, you know, platformer game. Like, yep. you know, we talked about Taz and Cool Spot. Another game I remember playing the hell out of was Bubsy. Bubsy, you man. You guys remember Bubsy? Yeah, I absolutely I remember it. Remember I Bubsy. loved Bubsy, man. And Great Bubsy game. was uh, whoever made that cartridge. It was the one uh, NES cartridge that was like misshapen, you know, like it was tall, kind of like an EA cart. 
but it had it was just totally unique. Didn't look like any other cartridge, mm. and that like drove me wild as a kid. Like my OCD mind, like the way I would organize my games. It's like okay, I got all my red ones here, all my old ones here. Got my EA games here. Yeah. And I got, Frickin' Bubsy doesn't look like anything else. It was taller. It was tall. Yeah, yeah it was a weird, super weird looking, yeah. but super fun game. Yeah, I mentioned the cartridges that like EA had the cool yellow like. Little, what was the purpose of that thing? But that's where you always put my fingers. Yeah. No, that, I think that yeah. was the purpose. That's where you grabbed it to right. stick it in and pull it out. It yeah. made sense. They were trying made to give you a little grippy. Made it get aerodynamic, you know. Taller cartridge. <laughs> I love them. But well, the one thing that was annoying with them is when you. I don't know if you ever had like the cartridge case to, like store your games in. Yeah. Like a little rectangle case, and the EA ones were too tall. Right. The one I so either you had to leave those in their cases, which then were big and cluttery. That size of like a novel. Yeah. Uh, where the the case to game ratio was just mad. It was like a VHS case with this tiny little cartridge in right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably why they went with that. I would assume so that they could. Uh, you could put them on a shelf right next to uh, yeah. your favorite VHS tape. I mean, I liked it. Nothing, nothing's greater than now. You'll see it like a guy's collection of like inbox uh, Genesis carts, yeah, you know, perfectly... and they're just looking beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like take me, take me there. Let me just look <laughs> at all this stuff. It's hard to even like buy a, a Sega game loose. Not in the case. Oh no, it's yeah, like, dude. The, the it case, feels the weird. Art, yeah, it's... you buy just the cart, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or speaking of one of my biggest regrets was back in Funko Land days. Ooh, love Funko Land. Was, uh, was uh, I was in, I don't know, junior high, high school. The newer generation systems were out. And I was, I had taken my Sega Genesis up north to, like, my dad's cabin. And I was like, I'll just play it upstairs. I got a newer console. Sega Genesis is just going to be up north, video game. Yeah. And, you know, Tommy Lasorda baseball is what, but, you know, if my dad's up there hunting, he's going to play Tommy Lasorda baseball. Or Rambo 3. <laughs> Rainbow and, uh, three, <laughs> um, but uh, being in high school and me like having that nostalgia, that first wave of nostalgia. So like, gra I graduated in '01, and it was 2001. And I'm like, oh, I gotta go to Funko Land and buy a Sega Genesis uh -huh. and some loose games and an NHL '95 yeah. and a Sonic. You buy like three or four games. I'm like, it just wasn't the same. That it wasn't my original and my own. But like, I'm, I don't know if either of you guys did that. Ever went back and bought a Sonic? Or bought a, a Sega I Genesis, think, I mean. Dude, I think at least three different points in my life, I have bought and sold my entire Sega Genesis collection. <laughs> at least twice for me, yeah. Wow. Like, yep. even in the last few years, I had a pretty, not, like, crazy, but I had, a, you know, I probably had 40, 50 carts, and, like, I had a lot of stuff. And, you know, when Arcade 1-Ups came out, I ended up modding one in our basement, so it has, like, an emulator that has all the games on it. And once I had that, I'm like, I don't need to hold on to all this Genesis stuff anymore. Right, right. So I sold it. But yeah, I'm sure in you know five, ten years from now, I'll probably go back and buy it all again. It's, probably. It's super tempting. And the prices just keep going up and up. Yeah, that's oh, I another. Really I haven't really dealt with Sega Genesis stuff in a while. Yeah, but yet they, they are. Oh the yeah, game, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, all retro gaming in general is just super hot. Yeah. You had one in the store recently, or within. I mean, you've been open for almost a year now. And yeah. Um, you had it in the box. I did. Yeah, I had. Yep, I had a Sega Genesis in the box. That one came. Was that a Model Two? Oh, oh man, was it? yeah, it was, it was because the packing game was Shinobi Three. Yeah, that Remember? was Model Two. Ooh, great yep. game. At some point, yeah, the, maybe what that had to be after. At some point in between Sonic's run, they threw Shinobi Three yeah. in Revenge, for a minute. Was that Revenge of Shinobi? Shinobi Three, Revenge of Shinobi. I believe. Loved so. that game. Yeah, very I challenging. So. Yeah. 
Well, what did that sell for is what I was going to ask. Uh, man, it's been box. a while. Probably, you know, 200 250 something okay. like that. It was, it was, you know, reasonable, honestly, right. you know. No, that's a good deal. Yeah. Right. I was just curious for the value of what they're going for these days in a box. It's going to depend on the box itself because there's so many different versions of the Sega Genesis, so many different packing games. Yeah. Is it the first model? Is it the second model? So, yeah, there's a lot of factors. As a kid, did you guys ever have your – if you got in a little bit of trouble, did you ever have your Sega Genesis taken away? Absolutely. That would have required me to be a bad boy, and that never <laughs> Keithy happened. was never a bad boy. Ask my mom. I was an angel. I never got yeah. in trouble. I never got my Sega taken away. I had no it way. taken away one time. What happened, Joe? Tell us. Oh, just not you know doing that great in school. Probably a bad report card or something. Yeah, And it, it got taken away. Did you yeah. try to hunt it down? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh, is this leading somewhere, Dave? Yes. <laughs> so I repress childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so my mom, uh, you know, stay-at-home mom, but she always had side hustles, you know, whether it had been crafts or she would cut hair. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember, you know, customers of hers that would come into the basement and get their hair cut. If they brought their kids over, their kid would come down my side of the basement and we'd play Sega Genesis together. Lots of little haircut friends that I don't yeah. remember half of them, or cousins that I barely knew. Yeah. And, um, like, just playing Sega down there. One day, acting up, three brothers, you know, we're going to cause hell. Mm -hmm. yeah. Get the Sega Genesis taken away. You're for a week, is what we were told. So one of these haircut kids, his name's Phil, like a third cousin of mine. He came over, and he was like, where's the Sega Genesis? I'm like, I don't know, my mom took it. Like yesterday, I can't find it. Because, of course, when my mom leaves, my older brother was old enough to like babysit. We would look for it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Phil goes, oh, I, I, I thought I saw it. She had it stashed away in her haircut station in one of the drawers. So Why is well, Phil going through your mom's drawers? Well, he was getting his hair cut, and he saw her open the drawer <laughs> oh. to get something, the cape or something out of there. And she gotcha. looked under the capes. Okay. So my mom went upstairs with his mom, and I snuck over. And pull the old Sega Genesis out of the oh. bottom drawer under the capes yeah. and hooked it up and then would just listen. And then when my mom was coming downstairs, you'd shut the TV off and just throw like a blanket over the Sega and <laughs> the capes there. So naturally, the next time someone comes to get their hair cut and she goes and grabs the cape, what's not in the drawer? Oh, man. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> so, yeah, I got in a little bit of extra trouble there. I got it taken away. I got it hidden on me for a week that was not found. But wow. See, my dad was, was a little bit more hardcore. He would leave the Genesis and take the cord, oh, the power smart. cord. There you he go. would take the cord, Visual so I would be forced to look at it, but <laughs> could not play it. Smart. <laughs> That's funny. Mad respect there. Mm -hmm. That's some 90s parenting at its best. Right oh, there. absolutely. <laughs> I would do the same thing now to my kids. <laughs> yeah. But so, Keith, never in trouble? No. no. Honestly, for real, ask, yeah. ask my mom, ask my I sisters. Believe it. Yeah, believe never it. got in trouble. Never got it taken away. I, and I was a spoiled kid, too, man. My mom, she, man, for like birthdays or Christmas or whatever, you know. I would have a stack of games. You know what yeah, I mean? I yeah. was spoiled as hell, dude. I would get like 10 new games for holidays. Ooh, boy. Yeah. So I had an extensive library of games. And, you know, one game, thinking back at Genesis, I, I thought about the other day, has to be Fall 93 because I researched when this game came out. I think I got it kind of right when it first came out. And I must have saw it in, in like, maybe I saw it in, a, in an arcade or in a video game. I'm talking Street Fighter 2 right yes like i see this game i see pictures of it 
it looks cool. I don't know anything about it. You know, there's this green guy with orange hair. And there's this guy that looks like a wrestler in it. And it looks cool. So I end up getting it and I put it in and I play it. And I can remember I'm in my mom's basement. I'm playing this game. First time I've ever played it. I pick Blanca, right? Because yeah. he looks badass. Awesome. Yeah. 90s awesome. I pick Blanca playing it you know a round goes by it ends i'm like wait i'm dead like i don't understand what i'm playing <laughs> then it like starts round two and i'm like what it it, it was like my introduction to fighting games like right. i never played a fighting game before that and i remember playing it and going oh man there's three rounds and you don't it just like blew my mind yeah. and i loved that game dude i played it so much and then you know soon after that mortal kombat comes out then super street fighter 2 comes out then mortal kombat 2 and by then, fighting games are everything. But yeah, they take over. I can remember like learning on the spot in my mom's basement, like what a fighting game was, and total game changer. At that point, if you didn't have a six button controller, like oh. Dave, you had no chance. You couldn't win. <laughs> you had no chance. Nope. So, I have a Street Fighter story. All okay. right, let's go. So, uh, New Year's Eve ninety had to have been ninety three, maybe ninety. I think it was ninety four. I think it was New Year's Eve ninety four because like Green Day and Offspring were. Okay. were big. They were on top of MTV. So you're watching the MTV countdown. Mm -hmm. And um, we had that going, and then we would have, you know, let's say, so our goal was to beat Street Fighter before the year was over in 94 because we'd never beaten it. Okay. The last guy, we, it, was like, it was like me, my older brother, and like two, one of each of our friends were over for New Year's Eve, and we're like, each, we'd pick a guy, we'd all you know take turns being that guy trying to get through yeah. we'd die and then we'd go and pick somebody else mm -hmm. we got the Balrog yep and we're like we're not gonna beat this thing with Balrog <laughs> we're gonna die Balrog was our only hope at this point uh -huh. we got to we got to um, Saget uh -huh. we get through him we're like oh my god we're gonna beat this game with freaking Balrog of all people <laughs> yeah. like Ken no chance Ryu no chance <laughs> right. Blanca Zangief Chun-Li none of them uh -huh. Balrog going to the promised land for us and it was like Green Day's, uh, what was the big basket case? Uh -huh. Playing on MTV. The other TV is what we got the Genesis going on, and we beat M. Bison. Like, New Year's ball drops like, seconds right, later. It was yeah. like <laughs> the greatest moment of my right, life. It was like the number one song of the year. Yeah. Like It was like that was playing. We beat it just in the nick of time. Wow. Got to go party up. So we beat it. What a, a moment. Eve, 90, 90, <laughs> had to be 94 going into 95. Man, it was awesome. That is Hard awesome. to top a New Year's memory like that. Yeah, yeah it, it really sure. has. I have very few New Year's memories, but that one's vivid ingrained yeah. That's great. because of uh, old Balrog there. You ever heard the story of Balrog? Um like his name and the history of all that? No, no. Tell so, us. okay, I'm going to try my best. I might not get all these facts right. And I don't remember where I saw this, but I heard this in the last couple of years. So, like, when the game was designed in Japan, uh, Balrog and M. Bison's names were switched, right? Okay. So, M. Bison was supposed to be, his Mike name was, was Balrog, and Balrog's name was M. Bison. M. Bison being a riff on. M. Tyson, Mike right. Tyson. Yep. They name him M. Bison because he's, you know, African-American boxer. Yep. You know, Mike Tyson's hot. So sure. that was the whole idea. That's what these dudes' names are. Somehow this game gets ported to the U.S. and it gets mixed up and their names end up being switched. And, you know, that's what M. Bison's genesis of his name is, is which is funny. That's and awesome. Balrog becomes Balrog. It makes total sense when you think Absolutely. about it now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, why is this dude named Balrog? He wasn't really supposed to ever no, be I... called Balrog. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe that's why we were able to beat the game with him. That's cool. That's cool that you beat him on New Year's, though. Speaking of, of uh, Mike Tyson, great boxing game. 
that was not supposed to be named this. Going back to like them naming after people, it was James Buster Douglas Boxing. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. But I mean, they're countered a punch out. But I think it was originally supposed to be Holyfield Boxing, but because Douglas knocked out Tyson, the upset of all yeah. upsets, they flipped the name, went with Buster Douglas. Great game, probably still to this day my favorite boxing game. Um, but just ooh, I know a boxing game that I liked more, and yeah. I played it on Sega Genesis. Oh. It was called Greatest Heavyweights. Greatest oh. Heavyweights, dude. I played the hell out of that game. I don't know I, if I played that. I think it's the only boxing game I ever played in my whole life. Really? It was awesome. You were like all the classic boxers. Okay. Oh, awesome, awesome game. If okay. you ever have a chance to go back, play Greatest Heavyweights on Sega Genesis. I wish that, I could go to Blockbuster it, and rent that yeah, game dude, right now. Top 10 for me, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that kind of was like the precursor to, because uh, the EA got, was the EA behind it? No, not, no, it wasn't EA, because I can picture the box art. It had like the red stripe, so no, it wasn't okay. an EA game. Yeah, because EA, for you know later consoles, they had like all they're like, I think they might have called Knockout Kings. It was okay. a franchise of yeah. all of the classic boxers all in one game. So one of my favorites, I don't know if you guys played, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I can picture I the heard box the, art. I remember, yeah, never played it. Never played it. Came out, it came out in 93. It was like a run and gun. I played it. It was uh, published by LucasArts. And it, oh, really? Yeah. You would just run around. You could either play, I think you could either play like the husband or the wife or whatever, and you would just run around and kind of overhead shot. And you just be shooting zombies in your oh, neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. No, it was fun. Genesis had all sorts of stuff. You guys ever play Home Alone on yes. Sega Genesis? Oh, I loved that. Game. Really, I, I was a rental, and I didn't care for oh, it. Oh, it was. I it was a rental it. for me too. Yeah, <clears throat> I played it quite a bit as a kid. It was fun. It was your only, your only chance to be Kevin McAllister back yeah, in the day. It was. <laughs> Did you guys ever buy a game? Well, I'm sure as you got older, but you ever buy a game with your own money? Sega. Oh, man, games were expensive back then, and I had no way of really making. No, Maybe, like I said, being a spoiled little boy, all I had to yeah. do was ask for it, and I usually got it. There's a chance I could have got one from Funko Land, but probably not. What game did you buy, Dave? Tell uh, us. One of my favorite games. So at Montgomery Wards, Southgate Shopping Center there, which has now got a completely different name, something park. Yeah, it's, it's actually just a park. It's not that they tore Monkey well, right. Wards down. Well, the whole name of the center is no longer Southgate right. Shopping but Center. But Montgomery Ward was is yeah. a, a literal park. park. It's a literal, it's a literal park. park. <laughs> yes, yeah, the old Pack Shack used to be the best. You go to Montgomery Wards, you get the Pack Shack oh, and service merchandise. Shack. What a what a trifecta. Yeah. That's a nice little afternoon there. right there. Hell yeah. And um, But going there, and I had, I don't know, Christmas money or whatever, and all these games, super expensive, and there's one game that's, like, the cheapest of them all, mm-hmm. and it's Mercs, M-E-R-C-S. I bought it, and I loved Mercs. It was basically, like, Duke Nukem without, like, the funny Duke Nukem jokes, but it was just, like, you were a dude with different array of guns, and you're fighting through, and the boss levels were always real tough. Yeah. I remember loved that box Mercs. art. Super cheap. Cheapest, it was like, you know, you go to the, the store now to get, like, a modern-day, kind of like a Nintendo Switch game, and you're like, what? Like, of course, all the headliners are 60, 60 bucks, and then you yeah. see this, like, $10 game, and you're like, never heard of it. Let's... Okay, I got, I got a cheap game story. Yeah. And it's actually, it's one of my favorite Sega Genesis games to this day. Love it. So, when we moved in 1992 to Southgate, remember when there was a Kmart on Eureka Road in Southgate. Yeah. Yes. Right by my mom's house. Like legit. You could walk there in 30 seconds. Yeah. And it was the only Kmart I ever been to. It had two floors. Remember this Kmart? It had stairs yeah. and an elevator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was going great. Upstairs. 
I think that Kmart closed in like 93. So, so we moved 92. That Kmart was only there for maybe a year. But, you know, shortly after we move, we walk over to this Kmart. I find a Sega Genesis game for purchase. It was nine bucks, which that's as cheap as games yeah, got, right? Nine bucks, wow. There's one copy of it. It's like on clearance. It's nine bucks. It's like on the bottom in the back corner, <laughs> dust covered. I convinced my mom to let me get it. I take it home. I start playing it. I realize this game is great. I love this game. I play this game. Dude, I'll play it to this day. If someone gave me a Sega Genesis, first game I'm putting in. It's called... Bonanza Brothers. Bonanza oh, Brothers. Anybody ever played Bonanza Brothers? No, I'm about to look it up. Oh it is so fun, man. It's like a, you know, you're two, you're two robbers basically. There's these two little dudes. They're robbers. They're like testing secure, you know, they're testing security uh, software for this company. So all they do is they're running around trying to steal money and get to the, these rooftops and get taken away. It's super, super fun. Oh, I love that game. Uh, it's like a, it's a Sega game itself. The cover art looks like a wanted poster. Yeah, dude. Okay. Bonanza Brothers, top three game for me. Wow, I'm gonna have to play that now, since dude. You're, you're gonna it love up. it. It's I'm gonna fun. Have to play it's it. fun by yourself, but it's really fun if you're playing yeah. too. And it's like the split screen style, where yeah. like Sonic Two, where you know the one guy's oh, on the top half, of the yeah, screen yeah, and the other guy, yeah, and you're working together to rob all these people and shoot the little cops and <laughs> shooting cops. Yeah, dude. And that's what it's about. Burglaring. <laughs> it's, all, it's a fun <laughs> game. <laughs> fun game. But Hands Brothers, I, I feel like I rented that once, and I remember having a good time with it. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, there were so many, so many games that I rented and, and never had. But yeah, you yeah, play them once, too. and you're like, oh, this game was sweet. Then you're renting a different game a week or two later, and you're like, oh, that game. You know, you yeah, there's nothing worse than, like, you, you know, you go, you you spend all that time, like you said, you pick the game, you take it home, it ends up being a dud or something. Oh, and you're that's like, the worst. You're like, oh, my God, I yeah. could have got this, and I ended up getting this awful game. I got to try to play it for three days to get my money's worth yeah awful. So one of the games i rented a lot royal rumble <sighs> royal rumble royal i definitely rumble. i probably bought that the day it came out oh man I, the the main thing that this day i still remember about royal rumble you yeah. could be papa shango yes and you could be rick the model martell in this game yeah, I was like, you could be the model. I sign me up. I love that it was like a hip toss over the top rope to throw guys out mm -hmm, of the Royal Rumble, mm -hmm. or <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you would like you'd get them like you're back to the ropes and you'd like just straight up like tie up with the guy and somehow you they would go like, over. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was always the only way. Oh, I would... you know another cool way to get them out? You could atomic drop them. Yes, you could straight up lift them for atomic drop. Really? And then and throw them roll. ass first over the top <laughs> yes. rope. I don't know if I ever. Wow. Yeah, that was those were the tool. I didn't. Didn't know about the tie-up elimination. It was always Irish whip, back the hip scoot toss. your little ass yep, back, yep, yep. <laughs> toss them out of the ring. The atomic drop ass first to the floor. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, the I gotta go drop do that. one was was awesome. Yeah, it was, that's it was, hilarious. Yeah, the, the, all the wrestling games. Because what there was there was the three games for Genesis, or was there four? Well, it was the WrestleMania. first one was like Super WrestleMania. Yeah, that yep. game sucked. Yeah, I don't. Then like Royal that Rumble came out, and it was, it was pretty awesome. great. And then Raw was a follow-up. Raw was all right. It was pretty much just like Royal Rumble, yeah. just yeah. newer characters. Then you had the WrestleMania, the arcade game. Oh, right. And that was probably I it. think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the thing with um, Royal Rumble that I remember being, like, bummed out on is I feel like the Genesis version had Tatanka, and there was two guys that the Genesis version had, and the Super Nintendo had two different dudes. I think Ooh, I Super Nintendo, had, I think, had Mr. Perfect. I was going to say, Mr. Perfect's on the box art for Super Nintendo. Yeah, but I don't think he was in the in Genesis, Genesis one. He's not? What a travesty. I don't, I don't right. think so. I think you got Genesis got Tatanka. There was does, two guys. It does sound right. Yeah, maybe he isn't. And uh, yeah. I remember being like super bummed that yeah, Super Nintendo perfect had, uh, had perfect. And, yeah. I mean, I love Tatanka. Super nice guy, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
just <laughs> he's I mean, no he was, Mr. Perfect. He's no Kurt Henning. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've been talking quite a while. I think maybe we should start. Uh, maybe want to do top three. Top three. I know it's going to be boy. hard, but real hard. I already got number one. I don't, I mean, two and three, though. Let's do top three. We Sega do top Genesis. five. Can we top do top five? five. Okay. Well, we can do top, top five, five games. Yeah. Five damn. Games. All right. It'd be hard, to, it's hard for me to narrow down to five. Anybody got their top five? I could probably rattle oh. off five pretty quick. I mean, I'll, I can go I can go with, uh, with a couple that I really liked. All right. Um, top five. Let's so hear it. So top five. I mean, this is in no particular order. Right. Yeah, no order. Yeah, but just have to be five, yeah. five games I played the most, probably my favorite games, of course, mentioned Tommy Lasorda Baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, played the hell. I mean, that game got more gameplay on my Sega Genesis than any other. One, it was the first game, one of the first games we had for it. And two, friends would come over. We had encyclopedias and dictionaries that was like in the house that you had to write cheat codes in. Or not cheat codes, I'm sorry, the save codes in. Because you'd, you'd go to, like, in the middle of your season, you're like, oh, God, i got to go away get your save code so that when you come back to play it later you got to punch in this 16 character long <laughs> save code so you can get right back to where you were when you shut the system off yeah. long before the days of memory cards um so the Tommy Lasorda baseball loved it so many great memories with it with friends and just these long seasons i remember some of the guys for the team's names too like the Baltimore, the, they were the Baltimore, just Baltimore, because there's no teammates. The Baltimore Orioles in that game were stacked. They had like three dudes in a row. It was a murderer's row. It was like Aki, <laughs> Kent, Achy. and uh, who was the third dude? Aki, Kent, and um, oh, it was like James, I think it was. Yeah, James. He had the little lefty bat. Murderer's row. Yeah. If you were facing him and had to pitch against uh, Aki, Kent, <laughs> and uh, Boston also had a stacked team. And I liked, I liked Philadelphia in there as well, but... Awesome game, time of the sort of baseball. Um, I loved all the hockey games, but NHL '95 was like revolutionary to me. Everyone always goes to '94, but '95 was the first one where you could do trades, oh. and they had an off-season award. So you, at the end of your season, they actually had like an award ceremony, mm. and like you got to like see you know you're, oh, who won the MVP, and then you get to see your guy walk up on stage and get handed a thing. Also, it was the first game where you actually got to like control your guys after you won the Stanley Cup. So NHL '95 okay. was sweet. Um, Mercs would definitely be in my top five. Nice. Great purchase. One of the first games I bought my own money and like just absolutely love the game. Um, Zero Tolerance would oh, be a yes. top five game. Yes. Okay. I don't know what this yes. game is. It was basically, it was kind of like the first person shooter mm-hmm. for, uh, for Sega. It was kind of like their counter to Were Doom. Were you fighting like the war on drugs? You're like uh, in space. Zero tolerance. It just sounds like you're like in space. <laughs> sounds like a dare program. <laughs> and uh, and you're going through. It was, like, it was way ahead of its time. No, it was an awesome game. I'm glad you remember that. Yeah, show. I do remember that one. Yep. And um, number five would probably be Raw. Like I okay. played a lot of Raw. Um, could be Owen in that game. Yeah, you could be so many different guys. And I remember playing it a lot. In hindsight, probably doesn't hold up well. But those were definitely the games I played the most. I mean, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat up there. But I think Raw. Yeah. Edges them out. Nice. All right, I'll rattle off my five real quick. So Bonanza Brothers, definitely top five game. Played it a ton. Loved it. Super fun. If yeah. you haven't seen it, watch a video on YouTube. I'm probably going to do that it's, later today. It's cool. Um, Dave, talking about Tommy Lasorda baseball, reminded me of my favorite baseball game for Sega Genesis. It was called RBI Baseball RBI, 1993. Baby. And the best thing about it is it had the home run derby in it. Oh, yes. which if you're a kid yes. in the 90s was great. and you could yeah. do a home run derby and Cecil Fielder was in there. Oh, dude, played that so much trying to, you know, hit crack home runs. That was like the first 
baseball game, I think, with the real players in it, too. Yeah, yeah. came with a collector card Love, dude. Played that so much. That fresh grass yeah. on that cover. And then, yeah, I'll probably go NHL 94. Um, you know, I'm not as hardcore hockey as Dave, but I yeah. played a ton of NHL 94. You know, you get your buddies over, you get that four-player adapter, you got yourself an afternoon of greatness. Yeah. Wasn't um, there an NHL game that had Steve uh, Steve Yeiserman on the cover? Yeah, I believe he was... Uh, 96, 96. Which one was that, 95? Yeah, I used to know. That, that is the one that I played the most, but okay. I, I can't no, remember what No, he wasn't 95. Year. I think he was 96 or 97. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's three, two more. I'll go my favorite Sonic game with we didn't even talk about probably Sonic the Hedgehog two. Played yeah. it a ton. It was fun because you could do the versus mode in Sonic yes. two, where tail. you could race each other. Yep. That tails is tails, tails is there. Yeah, so player one Sonic, player two's tails. You're like racing through the levels. He's, could, he's you could do that level where it was like 3D revolutionary. Remember, you're like running through tubes yes. yep. from behind, from behind. To collect the rings. Yep. Um, so what? That's four, and then my fifth. Oh, geez. Uh, I'm just going to name another game we haven't even talked about. Okay. Remember Road Rash? Road oh Rash. God, I love Road Rash. Motorcycle Dude, game. Road Rash was so fun. Great game. Yeah, it's like, you know. Even filmed, the sequels are great. Filmed from behind you. Yeah. You're this dude on this little racer, and you're trying to, like, kick people and, you know, run into the side of them. Oh, Dave's showing me his top list. Got Road oh, Rash on oh, it. Yeah. Road Rash. Awesome, awesome game. So, top top five but i could name 20 games i'm gonna have to name a couple more because i'm just putting this list all right joe let's hear of some it. of my favorites so number one is the uh tmnt which we already talked yep. about yep um and then i got sonic and knuckles which we didn't really talk about dude sonic and knuckles is crazy you would plug the cartridge in yeah and then you would plug sonic well you could put sonic or sonic 2 in it you could put two or three or in do it i got it sure. yeah and yeah it would allow knuckles, knuckles to be in the game yeah it was yeah. kind of revolutionary for the time yeah and then i have we talked about zombies ate my neighbors uh-huh and uh we didn't talk about mega Bomberman. Ooh, did you ever play mega Bomberman? Yeah. no never played it that was one that i had as a kid i love that game um comic zone Comic Zone, I kind of it might have been a, like a rental because that yeah. was near the end of Genesis yeah. Run, right? Yeah, Comic it was. Zone. And that's and that where was... you would go through the the panels of the yeah. comic. Yeah. Very cool game. And then kind of tied, I have Royal Rumble and NBA Jam. Oh, NBA, <laughs> NBA Jam! Jam. I f- Dude, NBA, NBA Jam, Jam was on my short list. I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, I couldn't just narrow it down, so we yeah, broke because both NBA of them. Jam was so freaking hot in the arcades. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're a li- I'm what. It's probably 93. I'm probably 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. Little shy boy in an arcade. There's like teenagers in there playing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go. No. You know, so nope. your opportunity to play NBA Jam is like non-existent until it comes out on the console. Uh-huh. And by then, that's like the height of my fandom in, as far as the NBA goes. Great. Dude, oh, I yeah. probably spent the entire summer of 93, 94 playing NBA Jam and then Tournament Edition. Tournament Edition Dude. was great. He's heating up. He's eating <laughs> up. Boom, shakalaka. Awesome game. Awesome. Yeah, NBA Jam. And then you mentioning Road Rash. Loved Road Rash. But the yeah. uh, Skitchen was another sweet game for the oh, Genesis. I never, I never played it. I know Skitchen. it's a skateboard. Yeah, you're skateboarding right? behind. You're grabbing onto cars to get through the light. It's like a timed game. Okay. And you're That's on a skateboard cool. and you're like, you know, grabbing onto cars because you're trying to get to the, your yeah. save point. Yeah. You know what game was really hard? And I think it was one of the best sellers for Genesis 2 was Aladdin. Aladdin's oh, a Aladdin's great awesome. game. Oh, awesome. So hard. I remember when Aladdin came out. Uh, you know, remember back in the day, you go to Target or Kmart or mm-hmm. you know, or Toys R Us, and they got the demo Genesis playing yes. the game. Yep. Whenever Aladdin came out, I remember it being the one you could play. You go back now and you look at Aladdin; it's like a beautiful game, dude. The and it colors was like, are great. At the time, you're like, this is the best looking video game I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, between that, Aladdin and Lion King, like two great Disney games. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the 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 toughest. 
level in Aladdin for me as a kid was always when the like with the lava was you're on the carpet and the lava was oh, like coming yep. at you, chasing mm-hmm. you out. Oh my god, I die. And then you would die, and you'd have like what was the? Oh my god, I haven't spent so a long. A poo. A poo with the little like you know, <laughs> trying to wake you up, all oh, knocked yeah. out of Aladdin like yeah. a tice out. Nine, yeah. Eight, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome great game. Awesome. Um, I only have one more story left, which is a real personal story. I don't know if you guys got anything left. No, let's... I have a fun fact. But okay, you, you, shoot, okay. So, as we know, the uh, the Sega was released, or the console was released in Japan as a Mega Drive, mm-hmm. right? And then here in the states as a Genesis. But do you guys know what it was called in Russia? Absolutely no clue. Okay, so this is the only reason why I remember this is because it's so weird, and you guys will never forget it now. It was released in Russia as the Little Aladdin Boy. And you <laughs> brought that up talking about Aladdin, triggered that memory. Little Aladdin Boy. So you guys are welcome. Now you can go on with your lives. Uh, that game was rev- more revolutionary in one ways than one. Uh, no, probably like my most personal and my favorite Sega Genesis story. Um, I know Keith's heard this story. Um, but uh, it really is like my favorite story. My grandma, actually, I have, it, like, ta- I have a Sega Genesis tattooed on my arm nice. from this story. Um, so I was like 10, we were on a family vacation in the UP, uh, upper peninsula for those of you folks, not in the, st- not in the States here. The UP is upper peninsula, Michigan, um, family vacation up there. Everybody's getting ready to you know go out for our dinner that night and they're arguing the the parents stuff are, it's raining outside. So I'm inside playing a track and field game for the Sega Genesis, Okay, <laughs> just playing track and field and I'm waiting to get my save codes or whatever. And then everybody's getting my, and my grandma who passed away uh, just, this, just a little over a year ago now, um, she's, like, telling me to shut the game off. Dave, shut that game off so we can go. And I'm like, I will. I'll get to a safe point, Grandma. And all I know is they're arguing over dinner. I don't care. I'm just trying to jump yeah. these hurdles. Uh-huh. And um, and then she goes, dude, if you don't shut that game off and get ready, I'm going to pull your plug. And I'm like, you're not going to do, like, you know, little punk-ass <laughs> 10-year-old. You're not going to do nothing. Grandma. You don't know how. Like, you don't know how to operate this thing. And sure enough, she didn't know how to operate it, but she sure as hell knew how to unplug it from the wall and right. throw it at me. Uh-huh. And uh, just, you know, so she did. In the middle of my game, like, she pulled it out and yelled at me. And I just like the story is I she's always would tell the story where I'd look at her with like the saddest eyes like you pulled my plug she's like you're right Buster I'll pull it again if you don't get ready <laughs> and um, that just became an ongoing gag between me and my grandma for years and the Sega Genesis like being such a big part of my life and big part of that that story so like you know all the way up until she passed away at any time I mean there wouldn't be a, a time seeing my grandma goes by where we shouldn't reference yeah. pulling my plug yeah. with the Sega Genesis. <laughs> I mean, that was like 93. She passed away in, you know, 2021. So mm-hmm. that's damn near 30 years of, uh, of right. Sega Genesis uh, memories in yeah. my life there. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And, um, and, yeah, so I had to get that tattooed in with another story with her. But, um, yeah, the Genesis is tattooed on my body, so I'll never forget. That's awesome. That is awesome. Sega Genesis. There's so much to talk about. Like, there's no doubt that we have to come back and talk about more. Oh, yeah. Like we just dropped all of this facts in the last two minutes. We still got the 32 X and the Sega CD oh, and all kinds the of Sega stuff. CD, dude. I could talk for an hour about that. So yeah, I think this was a good intro, you know, Sega oh, yeah. Genesis volume one. We'll, we can come back, you know, pretty soon with another one. Revisited. Absolutely mm-hmm. revisited. So let's put a cap on Sega for now guys. And then let's uh, tell the people what they're going to be hearing about next week, which is, the long-awaited return. What is it, Joe? Hasbro Series 4. Oh, yeah. WWF Hasbro Series 4. The debut of Bret Hart. The debut of The Undertaker. 
The oh, LOD yeah, figures. Ooh. Dude, there's so many good figures it's in It's only this eight figures we'll be talking about, but, man, it's like it's big-time stuff. So I'm excited to talk about Hasbro's next. And, yeah, I don't know, man. That was fun, guys. Sega Genesis. Yeah, what a, what a console, right? Like, changed video game history. Changed my life. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy when you think about it. My first addiction. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to catch you next week. More Hasbro's on the way. And, uh, yeah, tell us your Sega Genesis stories. We look forward to hearing yours as well. You know, it's, it's as personal as you can get or just as fun as you can recall. What are your favorite games? Uh, let us know in your review. Please like, subscribe, um, leave a five-star Frog Splash review so Joe can read it next week and you can get a free gift from Time Blaster Toys. And uh, in your review, drop your favorite Sega Genesis story. Um, we'd love to hear it, and we'd love to let the world know as well via your review. Absolutely. We'll catch you guys next week with some more Hasbro's. See you, everybody.